cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. I'm your host, Paola De Vescovi, and today I'm really looking forward to introducing you to my guest, Tanya Bogatai. Tanya is an amazing leadership and uh, transformational coach. I've known her for quite some time. We've been uh, collaborating in uh, several uh, projects. One of the projects you've heard about last week is the Achieve Beyond platform where Tanya and I collaborate with Dase, who was with me last week. And two other professionals that I will introduce to you very soon. We are five professionals from five different countries, three different continents, different cultures. And uh, we have been creating this multicultural space together. And I must say that this has been and continued to be uh, an amazing uh, adventure for the five of us. So let me introduce Tanya uh, to you to set the stage of today's episode. So as I said, uh, Tanya is a leadership and transformational coach, consultant, and owner and leader of the uh, Be Powerful and Free um, approach and platform. She's a mentor for leaders, and four, year, uh, four years ago, she has uh, created and founded the Be Powerful and Free approach that she is now implementing. Uh, it's her vision to empower people worldwide in all roles uh, that they act in. She's also a member of a global organization, the Female Wave of Change, where she's ambassador for Slovenia and uh, the Environment Pillar team leader. Uh, beside leadership and transformational coaching and consulting experiences uh, in the last four years with leaders and teams from all walks of life and different countries, she has more than 15 years of experience in the public uh, sector, um, more than 10 years uh, of working with top-level leaders in a public administration and more than 10 years of using coaching skills in leadership. She's a strong believer in humanity, equality, sustainable approach and people's endless potential to learn, improve and create. And for this reason, she has created her Be Powerful and Free platform while making a difference as a medium for mutual learning, inspiration and empowerment. So today with Tanya, we will be speaking about leading from the heart. So what being a leader means. Um, but sometimes, you know, 
what we are taught uh, in schools, in university, in universities, in masters is not enough to really be a good leader. And leading from the heart uh, requires certain skills um, that need to be developed um, and require also vulnerability uh, and uh, the ability to really empower other people so that the team can work together, trusting each other and going, you know, uh, in the same direction, sharing a vision and a mission. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Tanya. So, Tanya, thank you so much for being with me today. Well, thank you for the invite. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. And uh, <clears throat> I have already introduced you to our listeners, but I would like you to say something about yourself and what you do. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I'm Tanya Bugatai. I'm from Slovenia, but I like to call myself that I'm worldwide. <laughs> I'm uh, working worldwide, but also connecting with people and uh, learning from different cultures and also people from different walks of life. And for my professional life, I'm a leadership and transformational coach. Uh, also consultant to a certain extent. Uh, so I do a lot of trainings, a lot of education and uh, one-on-ones or with small teams, I do some deep work uh, and coaching is usually the best tool to do it for me. Uh, previously, I mean, coaching since 2011, uh, but I was at that time uh, working for the government of Slovenia. And since I was at the top positions, uh, that was just an opportunity that I could learn to use coaching in my leadership. Uh, but I've done successful career in the government uh, 18 years. So now last four years um, in uh, coaching professionally and also uh, on my entrepreneurial journey. So in a nutshell. Yeah. But otherwise, oh. I like to meet new people like you. I like to collaborate with <laughs> different people and co-create the content, um, edit value, but also meet um, yeah, different culture and learn from it. Yeah, and you know, in the intro, I have already mentioned that we are collaborating, we have a project together, the Achieve Beyond project, uh, where, you know, the the five of us who are involved in it are able to uh, really um, not only express, you know, our, our, let's call them talents, because so they are, you know. <laughs> Uh, not only express our talents, but also, you know, put these talents at the service of uh, of our audience so that they can really achieve beyond their self-imposed limitations, you know, and uh, and really thrive. And in collaborating together, I, I know the amazing work you are doing. And, uh, and I have invited you today to speak, you know, about what I think it is a very important topic. Um, that is, you know, being a leader, but what does it mean to be able to lead from your heart? 
because we know that very often, especially, you know, in corporate environments or anyway, in our professional life, we, you know, there is a tendency to separate uh, your heart from your mind. And so we tend to lead from that that space here rather than from from uh, from our heart. So what does it mean to lead from your heart, Tanya? Well, it's uh, well, it's a complex <laughs> question. Also, the answers, uh, and it's not really one answer. Um, but I would say I don't know if I would say for myself to lead Ostania, right? To know who you are, to uh, spend a lot of time getting to know yourself, and also working on your, uh, I would say, wounds, uh, triggers, uh, patterns, but then also to find in better ways. Uh, because we learn uh, not just from ourselves, but mainly in interaction with others. And that's also a purpose that we give our best, interacting with others and being part of society. So leading from the heart, it means in different situations, uh, different answers, what, how to show up, leading from the heart. But I would call it to be human being. Uh, but then with that, we need to have in mind that uh, everything human is then not foreign to us. So to be prepared that uh, maybe we will get triggered trying to be ourselves, uh, but mainly to uh, be accountable, to take responsibility for everything, how you show up, uh, and also to take into account others. So it means being good listener, being present, and uh, actually being there, right? Not, it's not from the learned behavior, learn approach but being there and it's actually created in on the spot uh, in the situation in relationship with the person people that you're um, on a topic there so that would be in a way and you feel it here <laughs> if you're present just there you're not really there you're uh, okay let's finish this we need to go or why is she complicating why they don't get it why they don't do it why we're still going around so it's a lot here. Why, 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 right? If I'm here, I really try to understand. Maybe it's not a good day to do a step further, but I might at least take it in. So it's more taking in, being there, being present. That would be leading from the heart on the spot, I would say. But then also, what's the next step and how I take the lead? It could be just for myself. I don't have to be, in a way, in the corporate or with the title of a leader. But then what's my next move? What's my next uh, um action and again it could be where i'm sitting on my chair right and i'm going through what we were through but that's really bringing heart into it uh i think it's also uh with compassion so uh that's in a way the uh words am i compassionate to myself and everyone involved for the topic that we're gathered here and then the action is different what comes from it so while you were speaking, you know, I, uh, um, a question came to my mind. <laughs> so is a heart-centered leader a, a person who uh, also shows vulnerability? And, okay. <laughs> but it's not uh, just to show it, right? Yeah. Uh, I think often we show it when we are triggered when we are actually, there's something that we need to work on or as a leader, especially, right? And it's not so much 
to control ourselves, to not show it, to not be in this kind of situations, because if we're open to learn, we will be in this kind of situation. That's the deal. That's the point of it, right? And it happens exactly that. Some emotions are there. Okay, there's something. If there are no emotions there, it's okay. We already know it. We already know it. So it's very automatic. Uh, I think vulnerability uh, to allow it, that people, including us, we are also that people, right? Uh, that we could show emotions, but then also to be to master how to deal with emotions, all of them, right? Uh, how to hold the space for that, that's leadership. Uh, how to, if we lose it, right? In a way we get off because we are human being, right? It happens. Not to cover it, not to be afraid to say, okay, I slipped, right? Or that's my weak point. Oh, I need to work on it. But to find a way what's the good thing to do in that um, that moment. And sometimes someone in a team could hold it, the space for you, right? And that's a good thing. Also that you know how to appreciate that part. So I think that's all vulnerability. Very open, right? And often we are not in professional settings. We're also trained to not be. It's often not appreciated. Uh, people in our team could get afraid right as being vulnerable uh, encouraging showing emotions right so people are not uh, taught how to deal with it so we might not do a really good job <laughs> yeah. if we don't prepare the ground for it so just on that vulnerability because i was nodding i think it's just more to add on it but definitely uh, a lot to learn on that and how to master it uh, especially for the leaders yeah you you know that you know i i'm very much um into a, a spiritual approach to business okay so i i believe that a um, a leader who leads from the heart is also uh, a spiritual person you know so can we, you know, discuss a little bit this and you know how spirituality comes into play with leadership hmm. um I think it's very intimate and personal thing and depends on the culture, maybe also bringing uh, up um, environment that we were influenced. Uh, we develop certain attitudes towards it. So I think in the professional setting, you need to be even more cautious with it uh, because we are there to work together, to uh, achieve goals together, to co-create less, um, less discuss spirituality, right? Uh, but then we are that. It's good that we bring the whole of that because the work could be better. We could create better if we get to know each other like that. So what I encourage in people, or especially those that I work with, um, that they have the open space. They can be who they are because often they do get additional coaching performance coaching, sales coaching, um, I don't know, time management coaching. And I give them the luxury to be who they are. So I don't say let's do some spiritual work on you, no, right? Of or you need more spirituality. But it comes open because everyone believes in something, right? They have their own spirituality or approach to it. But often what I notice is exactly what, how we started when you shared, we often divide like at least two people coming to place 
Yeah. One we left at home, one we left, okay, this will be tough meeting. These are tough people. No one loves me, supports me or whatever. This is a um, uh, competition, right? Uh, and people often prevent themselves, protect themselves, dividing these personalities, right? Or roles. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is often not planned. I don't know, some stressful situations at work, some things that everything goes wrong, and then we show up as human beings or one that was quiet, not showing, just brings the humanity into it. So I think that's our spirituality moment. So when we feel each other with hearts, when just we pause for a moment, we know we are people, we know that something that connects us is something that we are more alike than divided. Uh, and I think it's hard to plan because we try to make in the business environment routinized uh, approaches, systems that work. So we can be open to challenges. We can be open to all the time improving, uh, being better and better. Uh, I think it's important to think that when you create a system, a team, how a leader nurtures the team and what connects us, because what connects us, I think there's a lot of spirituality, whatever we name it. Uh, I often call it humanity, <laughs> yeah. but it's actually being connected to higher selves or why we are there for the higher purpose altogether. And there's some lessons that we often think we have the same lessons to learn in one team or in one relationship. And it comes that it was just different lesson, right? So uh, how I bring it in or encourage uh, to be curious about the other person, to be curious that life surprise you that life brings, like, there are so nice quotes, right? That whenever we have the crack, when we have wounds, I mean, there's just, we try to hide it, we try to cope it, we try to uh, master it. But then it just, when you release, when you have a relief, right? It just, it opens up and it can, uh, spirituality can happen, I think, on the spot. Um, so I keep at the beginning that people can talk about religion because with some that's, some uh, talk about I'm a faithful, uh, I'm a man, woman of faith, right? We connect on the faith. Uh, I believe in God. There's a God. I have a connection with it. Or I don't believe in that. I always count it on myself. So through these words, you know where people are at. And I think that's just important for the leader to be present and to know how to connect people, not to force them into something, but actually give this luxury that we co-create something amazing that's just a space that we hold together so i would call it spirituality uh, but oh, those, yeah. those moments of wins and losses there's a lot of room for spirituality in whatever form and you also know because you do a lot of uh, techniques uh, in this regard it's also the breathing you don't have to call it spiritual but that's life right and it's the act of spirituality so uh we could just breathe be silent, be there, uh, being there for each other. I think also when we lost people, when they passed away, we take a moment uh, of silence, right? I think that's an act of spirituality and it's open also for the professional setting. So uh, more of that. Also when we celebrate different things, uh, when we get caught up, overwhelmed, caught up in drama, caught up in stress, something, good moments to take that. Uh, it might be the leader, it might be someone else in the team. Yeah, yeah. To me, you know, spirituality means to be connected with that inner part of you, or your higher self, call it whatever you like, your your soul, your heart. So 
it means this and recognize this in the other person too. And so being able to connect at that level with uh, with others. And you mentioned you, you like, dif- you know, exploring different cultures and, uh, and, and I'm sure that, you know, you also have a very uh, important experience in working with multicultural teams. So how's, you know, what, uh, a um, a heart center leader uh, leads a multicultural team. With you know here we we speak about diversity, inclusion, and there are all these elements that are enriching. So how can a leader who leads from the heart make sure that all these different cultures, approaches, mindsets, experiences really? come into the team and enrich the the team mm. um, I'm a very positive person right <laughs> I think that we all have it in us there's a potential but this is the thing with potential it's just potential right you can use it or you can not yeah exactly there are certain beliefs behind it and certain ways how we feel comfortable how we can feel uh, that we can be successful at and some people just like to do it one way. I don't know, not really explore the option. With leaders leading from the heart, and it's nothing wrong if that is the way that is good for your team, right? You don't have to explore thousands of options or ways to lead them from the heart if that works for your team, for yourself. But there are some environments that are more challenging. There are some posts that are more challenging, doesn't have to be more important, but it's like you said, it's more cultures involved. It's more different personalities involved, sometimes not knowing, right? So uh, here, I think some can do it and some not so well. Uh, And it's really two ways, right? Also people who are there often neglect this cultural aspect in culture, meaning also me, I don't know, being raised up differently than you, right? Coming from the culture, you, I mean, we're close, right? <laughs> from, I come from Slovenia, you're from Italy, but then we, uh, I often call that a more Mediterranean type than close off, right? So, uh, but there are some people, they don't want to show emotions. They don't want to be familiar, friendly in uh, working settings. And I think this is important to take into account. And... But I always say that the leader sets the tone, right? So for some people, that might not be a good team, not a good leader, and it's nothing, nothing wrong with the leader, right? But it might work for the majority. So I think it's very sensitive. But I would encourage like every leader to develop different leadership styles, different approaches, and those that we are good at, successful at, know we are practicing them for years, right? We really don't have to practice them that much because when is the crisis we go to death, right? <laughs> What's the most, fam- most familiar for us because we feel safe, right? And we know right. the consequences. But in peaceful time, in good time, in uh, integrating in your system and systematically learning ways how to develop yourself uh, for different situations, for different people. For me, it was hard to learn um, to be really demanding I always connected it, I'm not a policeman, I don't want to control you, I'm not this and this. But then there was one of uh, people that I led in my team, and he said, 
but I like that you uh, remind me. I like that you force me. I like that you say, have you done it? Have you done it? I said, I'm not your mom, right? <laughs> Why? And he said, look, I just function that way. And for me, I like this kind of encouragement. So I think for leaders, not that we uh, buy in into these, I don't know, maybe some not mature ways of being in the business setting, but also to learn your people, learn yourself, uh, find different approaches with different people, but then bring in something what uh, makes your team work together. I think we need to learn so much how to make good teams. Uh, I'm in many uh, international organizations, right? Very active and there are amazing individuals. We all talk about collaboration. We all talk about contribution, changing the world, um, uh, working together. But then when we come together, we are not really patient. We are not really staying in it. We are not really taught how to be when it seems like it will be a conflict. I, we don't know whether it will be good or not, and it takes time sometimes and energy. But when we manage to stay in, we develop really something unique and great, and then you learn that you don't have to change the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need to start with yourself. And also, changing the world doesn't mean your idea of changing it, doing everything on you yourself, right? But doing one step into the right direction, wherever we are, whoever can uh, contribute. So I think it's patience uh, and being open to learn. And not everyone is, right, to a different extent. So I would say choose where you feel comfortable and when you can contribute. And for some people, it's challenge and a gift to be in these kind of themes. And for some, they can choose with less challenges. I would say. You said a very important thing. You know, you have to be open to learn. And I think that as a leader, you have to cultivate this characteristic and, and learn from the people you know, you, you are working with, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it may be a challenge because, you know, it challenges parts of you, mm -hmm. but, uh, as a leader, as you said, it is very important. I mean, to, to be able also to, to value and help the people in your team to express, you know, their uniqueness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so be, being open to learn, this is something very, very important for... And we often yeah. think we are, but when I reflect, man, when I was a leader, right, and I was leading a very complex project, big teams, and working on demanding cushion, I felt, in a way, I liked that, right, it, that which was demanding, but then I was often focused on why we are there, on the service, providing the service, and I think here's a lot of the issue of what you asked me, right? How to lead from the heart. Because often it's a balance how much time you spend with people, how much you allow yourself on day-to-day -day basis to what you take to work on, right? Yeah. And where you learn. Because often we think we're already good together. We work together. We all know the work. We know that there's the pressure. So we don't take the time for ourselves, maybe, uh, to do it differently. And often, because there's so much work overload, so much to do important things, um, I don't know, we might be more focused on the, not just results, but to deliver, because it's a huge promise, right? Yeah. In whatever role you play. Yeah. So uh, I think that's getting us closed off in a way to learn in relationships from each other and 
now as a coach and working with people in these systems, in big systems where you get caught up, it's for me so easy to observe certain things, right? And I see it better. I see so much opportunity to learn. And I was always grateful for those that were so different from me, right? Because they triggered me and I triggered them. I learned the most, right? But we often tend, uh, if we have demanding jobs, Oh, let it be at least this one easy, right? It's easier to work with these people, but then maybe nothing new comes up. Yeah. Better ways. So for the leaders, how to create these places, pockets (laughs) of space that you have, uh, openness that you have to learn, uh, to notice where you're triggered, that's definitely something to learn. Uh, not to cover it, but to learn something. It might not be really your lesson, but also you might learn that's not my door. Uh, that's not my way to be. Uh, and we often don't do it. So this is something that I see now better. So finding a way to see it more from the distance, having some uh, help to do it. Um, I think that's so much more to be open to learn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. How we call it and how we can explore it further. I mean, especially what you said that it's our title, right? To lead from the heart. Um, The question would be what's in our heart, right? From what place we actually do lead. If I had, for me, I had many things that I needed to work through because some experiences were painful. I wasn't afraid that I'm building on that. I was good to go, but there was a scar, right? And I knew, okay, I need to be paying attention to that. I need to be cautious on that and that. And you're not really open, open, open to yeah. the new. Yeah. So leading for the heart, sometimes our head prevents us. And we are actually more open and more tolerant for different things. Uh, but yeah, you need to lower it down and work with the heart. What's there in, I don't know, clean it, clear it. Yeah. Uh, that's courage. That's so, good. Yeah. To do it. So just to conclude this very nice conversation, a uh, um, couple of things for, you know, leaders um, to, uh, you know, start uh, exploring mm-hmm. the, the way le- they lead so that they can be able to lead more and more from, from the heart. A couple of things. Uh, well, one, to work on yourself. So, uh, because everything I do, I do through self-leadership for the leadership, but you can do just on yourself, right? You don't have to be a leader, but um, self-reflection, reflection, good practice. So maybe uh, challenge yourself, right? I'm going to test this way. I might feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to test it out this week. Uh, Find the accountability partner, right? So someone that you can then reflect. It might be also a coach, it might be a mentor, but it could be your colleague, your peer in similar shoes or just someone that it's actually in completely different sphere than you are, but have an agreement what you're going to learn. So I think it just opens us to learn and don't try to overtop yourself. I mean, <laughs> be compassionate yeah. with your learning, growing, because uh, it takes a lot of energy and it's tiring and you might just deceive yourself that you're learning and growing. You're not, right? You're just entertaining your mind often. Uh, so be as honest as possible on that. Being compassionate, have someone to accompany you to make it easy, to make it fun. The second thing, uh, to look from your, uh, yourself from the distance, right? Like you were observing yourself in leadership roles in different uh, situations. 
and also be honest right this uh, character is acting like this why a lot of learning material right exploration but then also you don't have to put yourself down i don't know criticize but more um what i've learned through years is uh, what's the feed forward not just the feedback but how i can do it better what's the learning curve for me what's the next that i would like to master right be better at and third thing, because you never do it for just for yourself. I mean, if you do it just yeah. for yourself, we often don't do it. Or you don't really put it into the real life, right? To the test, real test. Yeah. So like you would practice in the port, right? Or safe or nice or on the shore. I like the image of shore, right? And the ocean, go in the ocean, right? And there's the test and learning. So, uh, how you can be good, right? Learning with different kinds of people, different situations, uh, what everyone is teaching you, right? So you can learn from everyone. So uh, like that, go there and go back. So I like to call my clients, okay, you came to the dog, but then go to the rink again, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to test it out. So that would be the third, not to do it just for yourself, but test it out, do it with others, uh, learn from others. Also the modeling, what others are good at, maybe also people that are uh, better as you in certain things, not to copy, but okay, he, she does that well. How I can learn that, how I can integrate that, how I can eat my way. Uh, so um, from yourself to the relationship situation and then um, to the bigger realm, I would say, um, easy. And then um, after a month, reflect back, right? And have some audience. Uh, I don't know, in of course, 360 is something that people are familiar, but they're also good in tricking the 360. So it doesn't yeah. work. Uh, how to go in that spot in between? And here, in a way, spirituality helps because we are all naked, right? We are all here. Uh, we're all uh, under mirrors. So if you would look yourself in the mirror, what do you see? Right? So some mirrors here and then, uh, just for the learning. Yeah. and yeah. the right step further on because what i would emphasize not every goal every success thing every impact is yours if you don't know what you need to do for it what's your empowered action to it so i think you need to be very much present and aware but then take just what is needed not more Hope it wow. <laughs> thank thank you for for these important uh, suggestions and uh, before we, we close uh, this uh, conversation, uh, Tanya, can you tell our listeners where can they know more about you? So your website, social media, where they can find you? Yeah, thank you. So uh, I will share the context, right? But yeah, I have uh, the website is www.stanibogatai.com. Uh, and another one for Be Powerful and Free. That's the platform where I um, invite people to share their power and leader stories and where I do the blogging on leadership, personal development and empowerment. Uh, so in a way, these are two websites, two links where it's a lot of content, but also how to reach me and also the services that I provide. I'm uh, active on social media uh, accounts, um, on LinkedIn, um, on Facebook, uh, but also on uh, Instagram, but uh, also in certain projects. Achieve Beyond is one that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Empower Yourself is one that I co-create with one artist. Uh, so um, to explore really this topic that I work on from different perspectives and that we can, um, yeah, just... Um, um, 
give uh, people who are searching different things on the topic better content or more appropriate one uh, and also the project like we did right how to uh, when there's a challenge um, how to address multicultural settings and uh, work on your communication and leadership right so these are the ways where I'm present and uh, also there's one organization that I'm currently very much active is female wave of change I'm the ambassador for Slovenia, so sometimes people get triggered. I have clients, not just women in this organization, not just yeah. women. So I work a lot with men and actually I would encourage teams that have uh, both genders because I think we need to learn just better ways how to collaborate and create better. Uh, but this is one organization when I also work um, a Slovenian ambassador uh, and also uh, on the topic of the environment, especially because I was so long in the government and covering this issue. And in a way, it's a passion. And actually, it's something that I bring also to my clients to align them with themselves. It's uh, to learn from the nature, to be in yeah. nature, to help yourself. You hear another spiritual, um, I don't know, tweak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, hidden in there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where I'm present. And I totally share this with you. <laughs> we need to realign with nature, with our natural uh, exactly. rhythms. And, uh, and that's another and, yeah. thing when you can find me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Discover outside. Uh, well, for a year, a good year, uh, very much in Slovenia, but I share with the world uh, our nature. But otherwise, yeah, um, soon to be traveling around and share. Also oh, yeah. Look, looking forward <laughs> to that. Looking forward exactly. to that. <laughs> it's about time. So, Tanya, thanks again for being with us. I will share Thank in you. the show notes of this uh, of this uh, podcast all the links where people can uh, know more about you and get in touch with you. And thanks again for being with me. And uh, I hope to have you again very soon. In the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the invite. And also, uh, thank you for doing uh, this job, rooting the world. Uh, also, how to really bring this spirituality into business. Uh, because as I said, I don't use these words, uh, but it's just part of the word and the service. Uh, but it's important to yeah. uh, to raise awareness about it, to open it up, not to mythicize it. Uh, so you're doing an awesome job. So congratulate on that. And thank you for doing it for all of us. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Bye-bye. There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up. Turnover is rising. Salaries are increasing. Hiring is tough. And burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.